You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? I forgot it doesn't go down its own. <laughs> I have to be the one that takes it down. Hey, how's it going? I wanted to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker. All right, what's up? And it's a would you rather question. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay, okay that's a neat one. All right, so let's go. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future All or right. 150 years into the future? 150 years? Mm hmm. I know my oh. answer like that. Oh yeah, ten minutes, dude. <laughs> One hundred fifty. What? <laughs> Why would you do? Why? Why would you care? Why do you care about one hundred fifty years from now? It's because I don't care about it. That I, I would rather that yeah. than my life, my real life. I want to experience it and not okay. have to have that temptation of what if I could just see 10 minutes into the future and mm. then alter my reactions or my actions based on that. Uh -huh. I want life, which is just a, such a beautiful thing, okay. to be natural and just it is what it is. Yeah. And what's meant to be will happen. And a big part of why life is beautiful is because we don't know what hold, like life holds for us. So I don't want to see that. I want to experience that first thing in life. Yeah, yeah, life. <laughs> life in life action. Um, versus, so the other option is 150 years. It's just at that time, I'm not going to be here. Let's yeah. see where Earth stands in, at that time. You're lame. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, okay, do it. Okay, well, first, how does this work? Can I spam it? Can I be like 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10, 10 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes, 10 minutes? 10 minutes? Yeah. I, can, I can just keep spamming it? You want to spam it? What's the point? Well, so I can I can work up to an hour, then eventually. But you see, if you're spamming it yeah. for an hour, yeah, then that whole hour you didn't do anything. You just wasted an hour of just watching what future could have been, but mm. you didn't live it. Oh, I'm fine with that. Okay, so like what I would do is. Oh wait, 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 wait. Okay. So when I say spam it, yeah. I think you're thinking that it's you see 10 minutes and now you see 20 minutes and 30 minutes and 40 yeah. minutes. No, that's not how that would work. Still only 10 minutes? It would still be only 10 minutes from the time that you're looking into the future. That sucks, man. Um, yeah, I would still I would still take the 10 minutes because mm -hmm. there's occasions where I make a decision mm -hmm. and right off the bat, some a result comes back, right? Mm -hmm. So I would use it so that I would know the, the outcome before I... Make the decision. So what it sounds like to me is that you're lame. You're no. trying to choose ice cream flavor and yeah. then you're like, wait, Dude, okay. right before I say Dude. chocolate. Dude, okay. Perfect example. Perfect <laughs> example. All right. I'm not going to throw shade out there because, you know, like, I don't want to make any business look bad. But I'm going to say uh, there's a restaurant that rhymes with. Okay. In no that case, don't. <laughs> there's a restaurant that rhymes with Noshiyana. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys are probably gonna get this super easy. No way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we had never tried this restaurant before. It's a fast food place. It's kinda like Asian y food ish. Mm -hmm. Um uh ish. Okay. Very hard on the ish because it's not it's, yeah. Um uh, we never tried that food before. Yeah. And one night, about like two maybe three years now, yeah. maybe three years now, 
they were like, oh, we have a coupon. Let's go use it. Let's go get some food, yeah. right? Worst decision ever. Oh, for you. Ever. I hated it. Yeah. Like, like it was disgusting. Now, I wish that I knew that so that I wouldn't have bought it. That's or still, even more. You're lame because even more, when you're about to order, what yeah. you would see is 10 minutes into the future of us still waiting for our order. No, that one was pretty quick. They got it. They got it done pretty quick. But um, I wish I would have known that because it's not even. I'm not even upset with the money. To be quite honest, I'm upset that I put it in my stomach. Mm. Like it was disgusting. Or or what you maybe for you it would be good, but I don't think ten yeah. minutes in, is enough to really determine anything. But you're a little lactose intolerant. <laughs> little, <laughs> yo, I'm full blown <laughs> lactose intolerant. Yeah, I guess you are. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. some people can have it worse. Um, but Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm not. So yeah. not full, full yeah. blown, right? But there's times where you question taking the gamble. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe 10 minutes into the future would, would nice. deter you from yeah. doing that. Yeah, I feel like oh, I would benefit greatly you know, from okay. the 10 minutes. I stick with my 150 year okay. answer. But if I had the 10, yeah. what I would do is look so that I wouldn't get annoyed by you because there's been so many times where I might be eating cookies or I might be eating chips and then right. you grab some and many times before you say, don't let me eat chips. I always feel gross after. Yeah. But I say, are you sure you want some? And you say, yeah, 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 I want some. Ten minutes later, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you shouldn't have let me do that. Why did you let me? <laughs> I told you not to let me. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like my answer is better, but uh, I think we could just leave it at that, you know? What would you guys choose? Yeah, what would you guys Obviously, do? team 150 years. 10 minuter. You have to go 10 minuter. No. There's no other way. All right, but we do have an awesome episode for you guys today. Let's um, go into the first story there. No, no I actually have something to premise. I, I'm actually super excited for this episode. Okay. No, I mean, our other episodes are awesome, too, and you guys should go check it out. We have a playlist on our YouTube channel. Go ahead, check that out. But, um... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this episode because I actually have probably the tiniest knowledge of what these stories uphold. Mm -hmm. Because um, uh, we're doing completely AI reading yes. for this whole episode. Um, but not only that, you actually chose stories yes. for this episode. And not only that, I actually didn't fully read the stories that I picked. I mm -hmm. just went with um, uh, just title. And like tiniest bit of skimming of the first paragraph. So I have no idea what's going to happen with these stories. So I'm giddy. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So yes, we can now go ahead and just jump into the first Thank story. You. Am I the a-hole for saying my wife will have to quit her job if we get booted from another daycare? My wife and I have a three-year-old daughter, Alexis. Both of us work and Alexis has attended daycare since she was one. In the two years since... We have been asked to leave two programs because my wife is a micromanager. I admit both of us went into the first program not really understanding daycare. I quickly learned that they can't provide personalized care and after learning from her teachers, I reset my expectations. My wife, however, has a lot of anxiety and worries about our daughter. She hates when she gets even a little upset. She's in therapy and is working on it. First program, my wife would constantly watch the live feed and call the daycare multiple times a day. We had several talks about it in the school. Okay, just real, real quick. No, Pause. no. I want to, okay, I want to know, like, okay, I, I'm very unfamiliar about daycare. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a very little knowledge about this stuff, okay? So, I didn't know that they actually gave you a live feed. 
that you could actually just like tune in and watch in um i was actually surprised because uh well it's been a long time since we were in elementary in daycare uh, i was <laughs> like, never in daycare but it's been I've a long time since now. we were in elementary and yeah. um my cousin who has a daughter yeah. has already gone through elementary or first grade kindergarten okay. and stuff and i guess they had live feed for that's crazy. kindergarten i think it's interesting but it's definitely helpful yeah so you know nothing shady happens there yeah and then once they're a little bit older and they become used to being in school then you stop but let's yeah. go into the story all right how about again talk to us twice my wife ended up screaming at one of the teachers and then the director we were terminated immediately the second daycare was a little better because my wife began therapy but my wife was still so nervous and had a complaint every single day these were not important things small things like she saw another child took a toy from alexis and she would cry the teacher would give the toy back to alexis but my wife didn't understand why the other child wasn't punished for it this daycare didn't kick us out but did eventually suggest that this may not be the best program for us my wife <laughs> I decided to pull Alexis out. My wife, because of her anxiety. Myself, because I knew my wife had burned bridges and was becoming one of those moms. We chose a smaller home daycare this time as we couldn't afford another center. The woman who owns it is very nice, but also firm. She stands by her boundaries and won't let my wife break any rules whereas the senders were definitely more accommodating. My wife would take any inch she got. This time, she doesn't get that opportunity. I thought all was well as the owner only speaks to my wife for the most part. Then, I get put in a group text saying my wife has been bombarding the owner with texts every day, despite the owner saying she will text her at lunch when things are settled. She said at this point, she will only be responding at specific times of the day and not looking the rest. The owner then added sent several pages of the contract with passages highlighted, reminding us of certain policies my wife had violated. I was pissed. When Alexis went to bed that night, my wife and I talked. I said this was our last option for daycare. The other centers are too expensive and this was the only home daycare in the area that we like. A nanny is not in our budget. My wife made a million excuses including that it's not her fault she's anxious. I said if we are asked to leave this program too, my wife will be the one quitting her job to watch Alexis, not me. This upset my wife. I pointed out I've spoken to her kindly about this plenty of times. I encourage her to keep up her therapy, but she can't keep getting us kicked out of programs. My wife is now not speaking to me. Am I the a-hole? His request is totally valid. It's yeah. not even a punishment. It's just a matter of fact of what the options would be if Opie's wife gets them kicked out. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I very recently um, started learning a little bit about, like, daycares and all that, which is just, like, so random. No, it's super <laughs> random. Um, I was actually talking to one of my coworkers, and that's how I found out. Mm. But because um, for me, I always thought, like, oh, yeah, uh, when you, if you have a baby – you should take care of it mm -hmm. if you can and if you can't then daycare is an option right mm -hmm. um but then my coworker was like uh no daycare isn't always the option because sometimes daycare yeah. is more expensive mm -hmm. than somebody's job yeah and i'm like you didn't know that. i didn't know that i was like i was like no there's no way like how can daycare be more expensive than someone's like you know uh, how much they're earning and i was like oh wait a second like if i just think about how much daycare would be if i was paying somebody it would be like maybe a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks uh, a day. Okay, you're right? making these numbers up, here, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm making these numbers up. Completely <laughs> assumption. Um, well, Let's that's say what I that's think. what it was. Uh -huh. Let's say that's what it was, right? Like two hundred bucks uh, a day. The average person making maybe like minimum wage to maybe a little bit higher, 
that's probably around like more ninety percent of their day. How I much think two hundred is a lot, but that's also assuming that it's one child. If you have multiple childs, that's it's true. not one fee for all of them. It's not you get three for one <laughs> kind <laughs> no. of deal. Yeah, no, so that's pricey, and yeah. I didn't, I wasn't even like thinking about that, and I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense why people become stay at home moms now. Like I, I always thought that stay at home moms were the cause of a mom just really loving their child and wanting to stay home. But no, it could also just be because they, financially it's a smarter choice, you know? I think in this case, what I would have done as OP okay. is if I know my wife has this issue and I know she's going to therapy for it, which is awesome. Yeah. On the meantime, you're not having access to these things. You're not having access to the live nanny cam for the place because it's not healthy for you. Yeah, it's not healthy for us because it's stressing us out and putting yeah. us in a bad financial state. And it's not going to be healthy for the kid if you're overbearing on the kid. Imagine she's doing well, that when the kid is in daycare. What about when the kid is home? Oh no, she's going to be full blown like helicopter mom. Yeah, you're not going to let the kid fall when it's yeah. trying to walk for the first time because they're going to fall. You know, the only problem that I have with your with your what you're saying mm -hmm. is that it's like very difficult because the way I'm kind of seeing this is not like a, like she said, and this is like this part that I understood completely. Mm -hmm. She said, "I'm not doing this on purpose." And that, that to me, I was like, I, get I, that. I completely agree. I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I think this is literally like some sort of anxiety oh, yes. coping mechanism, right? Definitely. So what I'm thinking is like, she's already going to therapy, so that's mm -hmm. awesome. But um, uh, for this situation, it almost feels like she might be experiencing some of the things that like somebody who is addicted to like alcohol or mm -hmm. drugs is, you know, mm -hmm. like they need their hit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like if you just cold turkey them and be like, you're not have access to this. You don't get to see this. You don't get to see that. I feel like her anxiety might get so high that she goes into full-blown panic attack. Maybe, maybe, but in my the way that I would approach it is you're not going to have access to it. I will keep track of it for us. Mm. You don't oh, worry. Yeah. Um, that, okay, go ahead. What I was going to say is I think, just adding on to, to what you're mm -hmm. saying, probably like a really good idea would be to um not completely cold turkey here but be like I i'm completely in control of this okay i'm getting access to this you don't have access to this but if you want to know how our kiddo is doing talk to me let me know and i'll check on him okay. and then or her i don't know what it was um uh, so then that way she doesn't go completely cold turkeys but she can check up on me somebody who's not gonna like hate her somebody who's not gonna like you know um ruin the chances of someone having to take care of a kid you know i feel that's a good alternative i think uh, adding on to my approach yeah uh she would not have the text the phone number to text the daycare person only op would mm. and obviously the um daycare person would have the phone number of both parents in case of emergencies but only the dad op could message um okay. the daycare person and another oh, there, step, there's uh -huh. an edit that actually kind of throws us off completely. Okay, I'm just gonna add okay. my last approach. Go ahead. I know that there's apps out there that uh, help you stay off so, um, specific apps. Like if yeah. you are too absorbed by social media and you need breaks that are mm. scheduled externally because you're not able to control that yet. Yeah. There's apps that do that. So maybe give him the ability to put that on her phone so that she may access the nanny cam, for example. Yeah. 
and only in certain time frames yeah. and he's the one that has the code to enable or disable it so she can't disable it herself kind of like parenting control mm-hmm. for kids yeah uh yeah that sounds like a really good idea the only thing is that he I adds good <laughs> look at you um uh, there is an edit here okay. that says i cannot be the primary contact for daycare mm. due to not being able to have my phone on me at work so that kind of hurts our chances of like him being the primary contact to be able to control most of this communication that sounds in the case of an emergency the daycare person would contact her first before him mm -hmm. which is still fine but to contact her it would be the husband because what do you really need to contact the daycare person for not much i, I think the only thing is that like um she's like super in in the wanting to know like hey what's going on so like that's what i'm saying still don't give her access to do that only op does mm, and he, it doesn't yeah. matter that he doesn't have access to his phone because yeah. i'm assuming you don't need to contact your daycare person every day yeah i don't think so and i think you know? that, that'll probably annoy them and also why can't he have his phone at work i guess maybe if he's like a surgeon or something if you're in mid-operation you don't really have access to work you know what i think it's kind of a little bit bs um which maybe it's not and maybe i'm gonna mm -hmm. be pissing a lot of people off but i recently found out i'm you just finding you. i'm finding out a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm finding out a lot of stuff at work we're currently in the process of moving mm -hmm. and i recently found out while clearing things out that we have like a mom room where you can go mm -hmm. to feed you know your baby or whatever yeah um uh, well usually it's a nursing room because yeah. you don't have your baby at work so it's just to oh yeah <laughs> i guess you're right yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, it's a nursing room yeah my bad um it's a nursing room so you 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 would go you know to you i'm not gonna <laughs> i was about to like play it out but i'm not gonna no. do that um uh, so you go and you do your thing right um but what I, what i was what i feel like it wasn't fair mm -hmm. was like well what if like a guy needs to go and check up on his kiddo or check up on his like baby and stuff like why why can't he have at least like 10 minutes or something to be like think about this uh, your baby's born right mm -hmm. and as a mom you get um i don't maternity know leave. maternity leave for like whatever 30 days here in california or something like giving like a very small window right mm -hmm. um uh, but for the guy oh uh, since you have that baby you're back to work it depends on your job some jobs do they have a little bit uh, paternal leave. yeah but i think i want to say most probably yeah. don't um uh, so you go back to work mm -hmm. i feel like me if, if that was the situation i would be like one super excited to go see my kid again mm -hmm. but two as soon as i'm at work i feel like i would probably get a little hit of depression because i'm like i just had this kid that i want to spend my whole day with and now i'm at work yeah when thinking about him uh, probably yeah. the whole day is just me thinking about that kid so it would be awesome if like for the dad to also get like 10 to 15 minutes or just a break to just call and be like hey how's our kid doing can i facetime can i mm -hmm. see you? Well, well you know um or get some of that in the nursing room okay yeah well there's a difference between the nursing room and just a room for you to call because you could take a first of all you don't take your breaks you barely take your lunch break dude <laughs> there's a lot to do there's a lot to do that's wrong you need boundaries um but if you already don't do that you you, you do have breaks during work you can call during your first 15 minute break mm -hmm. then you can call during your lunch and then you can call after well, well another one i want another 15 room. or 30 minute break to call my kid first i would do one approach um 
yeah approach the thing that you said i think paternity leave needs to be normalized i think we the maternity leave only part comes a lot from moms being the homemakers well also as a mom you're destroyed so like you should you should have your maternity leave but just in general people are like the mom is the yeah the one that takes care of the kid not the dad and that's why we we don't have paternity leave as the default mm-hmm. um but a nursing room dude that's because your body is doing things that you need the space to privately do something it's not because you necessarily want to it's because your body is literally doing this i guess you're right on that <laughs> okay so I it's not fair room to <laughs> well, I, what, okay give me another room i don't need i don't need okay, that room. Give me a different room. literally leave it to your car and call yeah i guess you're right but they have a sofa in there i want a sofa i just can't get oh, what i want okay okay Oh, no, I, oh, I, that, yeah, I end it. I, it's my bad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Um, okay, top comment. Mm-hmm. Top comment here is not that whole. To keep it a hundred percent honest with you, twenty years down the line, your daughter is going to hate your wife, and there's a high chance chance she will not be part of your lives. Dang, is that true? Yeah. Huh? That's what happens with helicopter, helicopter parents. Mom. Yeah. Oh, Look man. at us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy that she's going to therapy, though, because it, it seems like it isn't just a a, a new thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe she has anxiety of other things. Maybe she It might be a this. new thing. It I might guess be you're a, right with, a, the, with the baby. Yeah, dude, having a baby completely changes you as a person. <laughs> yeah, natural in- instincts kick out and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, it's just in general. Your much. hormones got changed. Your yeah. whole body looks different. It's just... Uh, a lot so i can totally see this just being something that she got as a side effect like for example yeah. think of postpartum depression that doesn't happen to everyone but it's what is going on in your head like that now this is how you're feeling not or you like want to. Um, that type of i don't know what it is but it's like postpartum as well where you want to kill your child that's is that also depression if if the postpartum depression gets really bad yeah you that's crazy oh wait it might be something else but it's when you you reject your child yeah you don't want you don't accept it which is crazy to kill oh my gosh don't search that up (laughs) are you um in private mode no this is (laughs) infanticide yeah but yeah we get the point are we done with the story um, no, there's a few other comments I want to go ahead and throw in there. I'm just really curious about this whole, like, um, mom, postpartum this depression, whatever, can actually lead you to killing a child. That's crazy. All right, so another comment here says, Not the a-hole. Your wife is harassing and abusing the daycare workers. Mm-hmm. She needs to be in therapy, and you both need to be in counseling together. She needs to talk to her doctor about postpartum anxiety. This isn't healthy or livable, and she likely needs more than just talk therapy. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else commented, Not the a-hole. Your wife is the reason daycares have contracts. If she continues to violate the contracts, you'll run out of options because it's a small world of providers and word gets around. Your wife is the exact definition of a toxic helicopter parent. Yeah. She's going to not only ruin your life already in that process, your daughter's life in the future and her own life. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, it's tough. Something I, it's I was so going to say uh, that I forgot was that the person that they have currently as their daycare provider. Yeah. 
that personality that that person has is the exact personality that this mom needs. 100%. Clear boundaries and you're not pushing me over. I'm telling you how we're going to run this. And if you have any questions on this, remember what you signed. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Just every now and then um, uh, when the mom wants wants to check up on her, like too many times, just send her a screenshot of the contract or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That, She does definitely need that. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. All right, next story here. Ready? Am I the a-hole for not watching my husband's kids so he can go on a trip? When my husband and I met he made it clear to me that he wasn't looking for someone to be a parent to his children. His kids had two parents already and he was just looking for someone that he could have a relationship with, that could be a positive role model. We dated, got married, everything was fine. I wasn't allowed to discipline his kids, and I also wasn't responsible for them. His ex had primary custody and he just had them on the weekends and typically he spent his time taking them out and stuff. His ex died in a car accident last year. We now have sole custody. I'm fine stepping up and doing more for them. I cook for them, help with homework here and there, etc. He's upset because he never really wanted kids, they're twins, and being a full-time parent sucks. He wants me to do school drop-offs so he can get more sleep, but that's not really what I signed up for. He's the one who told me he doesn't want another parent for his kids. His friend's bachelor party is next weekend. They're going out of town for the weekend and he wants me to watch his kids for three days. I told him no. I don't want to spend my weekend wrangling two six-year-olds by myself, who will probably be upset with him gone. They've never been away from both parents before, and they've been extra clingy to him since their mom died. I know they'd probably spend the whole weekend crying. He thinks I'm being a major asshole because he wants a break, and he can never make up missing that weekend. I think he's not being fair to me or his kids. I don't think going golfing and going to a strip club with friends should be more important than your young children. Am I the a-hole? Well, no, dude. Like, obviously, you're not the a-hole. You didn't sign up for this. And I think that's probably, like, the most uh, important thing about a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. you communicate your wants, needs, and and expectations, right? So when you start your life together, even for us, like, early on, we were like, oh, this is what we want from this relationship. This is what I want from my life. What do you want from your life? Mm-hmm. Then you communicate what you want. I'm like, oh, we align. We both want kids. Yeah. We both want to adopt. We both want to, uh, you know, live a, a, this type of lifestyle. Um, uh, like, we're not going to be nine to fivers for the rest of our lives. Like, we had goals. But, you know, mm-hmm. we have plans. That's 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 the core of our relationship, right? That's what started it all. Clearly, this is not the case anymore for this person. Like, she had expectations of what the relationship was going to be. She had expectations of um, uh, what, what the guy was hoping in a partner for mm-hmm. right and then now he's like oh yeah i'm just gonna like you know do a 360 hey take care of these kiddos and um also i i i want you to just be like more of a stepmom now and uh you know i'm just gonna go have fun you take care of them like no do you what world do you live in dude that's not right okay i'll start off by saying that it's horrible that he said he never wanted to be a parent yes yeah. i don't know uh, I would hate hearing that from my parents. That would yeah. crush me to think that that's how they feel, not how they felt, and then they would to love me and yeah. be happy that they had kids. That's an active feeling. Yeah, that's horrible. That's yeah. soul crushing. I think she's definitely not the asshole in the sense of I'm not comfortable with taking care of them for three days while you go party it up. Yeah. Um. However... There's something wrong on both sides, in my opinion. 
not so much on her because when things change, maybe things that we had agreed on, we need to approach those things differently. So she's doing her part by cooking for them and picking them from school and stuff like that. So she definitely has molded into what has what is needed at this time, Mm -hmm. even though that's not what she initially signed up for. But she's also not having a conversation with her husband. Things have happened. Unfortunate things have happened. So we need to reapproach this. Yeah. It's not cool that I don't get to discipline the kids when I'm acting as a parent figure. Yeah. Um, and he Whoa. <laughs> I wanna know how active he is in their lives too. What's his day to day uh activity with the kids? Mm-hmm. Like is 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 this whole new thing that's happening to her? Um, uh, and the the reason that she writes it this way, but realistically, he's still doing his part, but it just feels like it's a lot more because uh, on her, because um, uh, it's all new to her. Like that's what I want to know. In respect to the bachelor party, mm-hmm. I see where he's coming from because this is a once in a lifetime. As in, your friend is never gonna. Well, we're hoping that your friend never has to get married again. <laughs> hoping, yeah. right? So, I understand where he's coming from in that sense of yeah. Of I would really appreciate it if you could help me out so I can still go on this event. But right now, the kids are the priority. You know, it's been what a little bit over or a little bit under uh, under a year. This kids just lost their mom. Yeah, and it sounds like the parent, the dad, is the only other person. I, I we haven't heard about like grandma. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He has to just reparadise. I think I think that's a problem. He has to reparadise what's what's important. This is your life now. Yeah, this is this is your life. You can't just like try to escape out of it. Yeah. Um uh, that being said though, it doesn't need to be all like uh rain and thunderstorms. It doesn't have to be that way. Like yes, it does suck, you know, your wifey is gone or not not your wifey, but like your ex wife, whatever died and stuff. And your and kid's mother Your died. kid's mother died and that, that really that really, really sucks. Mm-hmm. Like really sucks. So I get why you want to have fun i get why you might want to escape a little bit but there's a right way of doing things and the wrong way of doing things and on and like he's doing it the wrong way yeah like he definitely should have a conversation with his now wife new wife and figure out what the deal is what's the dynamic now and also if she feels like being a mom for these kids is too much and is too like pressuring uh yeah definitely don't push that on her yeah like maybe get your sister to help maybe get another family member to help if possible um just something you know what it sounds like though is that he was used to being half parent right like he split uh custody split responsibility and he only had him over the weekend am i right i don't know i missed that part okay so either way he had him for a limited amount of time Mm mm-hmm now the other parent's gone, but he wants to keep his portion of the parent side. He doesn't want to add onto it. When realistically, you become the whole parent now, yeah. you know? And he wants to, how do I still keep my 25%? Yeah. So who do I push the other 75%? But they're not going to replace her, though. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, this this sucks. That's rough. That's rough. Um. Uh, do you want to hit top comment? See yes. what's going on here. Top comment here is: This is going to be a rough twelve plus years for this family. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, if it stays the way that it is now, yeah. definitely. Well, honestly, it, it, it's gonna be rough. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even blame OP for dipping, to mm -hmm. be quite honest. Um, like, I wouldn't blame her. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to be a rough 12 years for the family because it seems like this guy is not stepping up. Like, he really is just going with the flow. In general, losing your parent as a child, your life has completely 360. No, because you end up in the same spot. 180? Your your life yeah. has literally taken a 180 turn. It's never gonna look the same again, and your future completely looks different. You know, yeah. um, and that's with a good parent that stays there. Yeah. Now with a parent that doesn't even want to have you, that didn't want kids. Oh man, poor children. Yeah, I hope there is a grandma or or a grandpa out there that can help out or auntie or something. Somebody that was somewhat close with the kiddos. Yes, that's a great support. But at the end of the day, he needs to step up. Yeah. Yeah. It would be awesome to have a sister or a grandma or something help out. But that's help out. Yeah. It's not a replacement. Yeah. Or anything. Another commenter said, poor kids lost their mom and nobody wants them. Mm. There's an update on this one. Okay. You want to hear it? Yes. All right. Let's see what happens. A lot of you have said that the way things are currently aren't working. And I agree. To this day, I'm still not allowed to discipline the twins, and the other day he yelled at them for accidentally calling me mom. It seems like he just wants to keep being the weekend dad and wants me to be the nanny, not their mom. I sat down and had a talk with him this morning about what we want in the future. He said that he wants me to step up and do more for the kids. I brought up the topic of them possibly calling me mom, and me legally adopting them. Dang. Because without me adopting them, if we divorce ever I'll have no rights to seeing them. I don't want to become a parent to kids that I have no rights to. He said that them calling me mom and me adopting them would be disrespectful to his ex's memory. We talked some more but he absolutely refused. He just wants me to watch them more so he can have more free time. Still can't discipline them. So I told him that in that case I will no longer be doing any childcare for him, and I'll be rethinking our relationship. He's absolutely pissed and thinks I'm overreacting. We'll see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah. He sucks so much. So he did only have him for the weekend. And he, yeah. like I said, he was 25% of a parent and he wants, he to, wants somehow, to keep it that way. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks so much. For the and kids. yelling at them for calling yeah. her mom. That's, that's so bad. It's, it's beautiful that they feel like they can call her that. A kid willing to do that means that they have grown attached to this person. Yeah. And I think it's an honor to be called mom by someone that are not your yeah. kids, you know? Um, for him to react by yelling at them, that's not right. That ain't right at all. And how does <sighs> it disrespect the memory of, of your wife? It doesn't. You're not replacing. You know, keep her memory alive. Yeah. Keep pictures around the house of her. Talk stories about her. Make sure that her memory doesn't die. But having someone else take over that responsibility, he lucked out with this Yeah, she, wife. she was more than willing to do it. Like, yeah, more than willing wants, to adopt to and adopt everything. Him, yeah. Oh, man. Which I, totally makes sense. Like, why would you want to 
become a parent to these kids and if something happens and he decides to get divorced now you have become okay. attached to these kids yeah now they're out of your life yeah i'm happy that she knows how to take care of herself though yeah it looks like she she knew from the like, she's smart from the get-go of this whole situation that like she wanted to do things right mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh shortcut it you know mm-hmm. and i'm not just gonna be this nanny for you like i want to do it the right way so that's that's awesome that she knows where she yeah. stands um that being said though i don't even think this guy really cared about his ex's memory like maybe he did but i feel like he was honestly using that as kind of like an excuse to keep her as a nanny instead of moving forward because i think he doesn't even know what he wants like other than to just not be, be a, a parent not be a parent <laughs> and to only like have the most minimum amount of uh, custody over these kids this dad's definitely not right no uh there is another update on this one though let me hear another it. update that's crazy all right let's see what's happening let's see what's it's going cool. on we're getting a divorce Many of you said that the arrangement we had before wasn't working, and the children need us to step up and be good parents. And I agreed. My husband, however, wants me to do the childcare chores, school pickups and drop-offs, laundry, making dinner, etc., but won't let the kids call me mom. They've done it on accident and he's yelled at them, he won't let me adopt them, and I can't discipline them, I can't put them in timeout for bad behavior. Basically, he wants me to do the chores to make his life easier while he's their only real parent. I mentioned to him my concerns, that I don't think it's fair to them to deny them a mother when they obviously want one. I also don't want to build a stronger emotional bond with children that I have no legal rights to. I couldn't imagine that I become their full-time caretaker and then we get divorced and I never get to see them again. That wouldn't be fair to me or them. The woes of being a stepparent, I guess. Despite all my concerns, he's not budging. I've told him that in that case, I want a divorce. I contacted a divorce attorney, that's a personal friend, yesterday, and I was advised to give him 30 days notice to move out. Before starting an eviction process. The house is mine from before we were married. My husband is mad because I'm the breadwinner, 200k versus 40k. Yo. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. Let's hear it. Keep playing it. You idiot. You idiot. (laughs) All right. And he can't afford to house his children in the same school district and give them the same quality of life. He wants me to give him my house for the sake of the children, yet I don't think he's ever cared that much about what's best for them. I'm terribly sorry for the kids that their mom died and their dad sucks as a parent. But I can't resolve myself to be an unpaid babysitter for their sake. It's obvious I wasn't being viewed as an equal partner. I think I'm done dating parents. My cat is done dealing with kids too. <laughs> this is the woman who narrows her worth. Yeah. And this guy is such an idiot. He had so stupid. He, had he was everything. living the life. Uh, oh I can God. totally see it from his point of view. I never had kid wanted to have kids. I guess I have them and it's twins. But I only have them on the weekend, so I'm cool. Also, I'm not worried about money. Like I married her, moved into her house, and she's making all the money. Dang, my ex-wife passed. What do I do now? I guess she can take over the responsibilities, and I can still keep chilling. And she wants to adopt them, and then... What? 
You, ah, you had it all, and man. You had it all. The audacity to say, you should leave me the house. It's going to be hard for us. Bitch, you did not pay a penny for this house. Why would I leave why would my I, house? Yeah, why would I? No, no. But, <sighs> okay, I feel so sad for these kids. They're yeah. just going to lose the person that could have been the next best parent. Could now they're going to be stuck with this. And honestly, <laughs> I, I honestly am a little scared because 40K a year? Yeah. Twins? I mean. That's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's definitely. Not, it's not not doable, but it's hard. Yeah, but Especially I think that's with, what my parents did But okay, with three kids. So. But like. It, the they had one is, of them taking care of us. But the difference is that, like, your parents cared about you. Yeah. This guy wants to keep living the life. Yeah. He wants to keep being a single guy with kids, you know? So, like, that's uh, 40K. He's probably not going to spend much on them. Yeah. I can I can definitely see this going so bad. So that does suck so much for the kids. But I'm happy for LP, to be quite honest. You know, like, I'm happy she stood up for herself. Because she is, she is worth more than this guy can can give. Like, this gets bad news. Yeah. Real bad news. Um, Oh, man, that sucks. That sucks so much. There is a top comment here saying, he had a woman who makes five times his income. Yep. Who wanted to be a mom to his children. Even wanted to adopt them. My God. Mm-hmm. This man absolutely fumbled this. He did. He fumbled it. He fumbled it. Um, uh, oh, and there is an edit too. Just mm. a, a little one. I didn't even see it here. She said, "Guys, he's not getting alimony. I live in an anti-alimony state, and we were married a year. We also have a prenup. I have a good lawyer. I don't need the oh, he's definitely getting alimony comments." This oh, girl is so smart. She is so smart. I hadn't even thought of that. I thought about it, but I, I'm not smart enough to know any of this. So I was like, I'm just not gonna mention it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, even get alimony into part. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if he takes like. Part of her, um, uh, I guess, assets and stuff, but uh, but I don't know how to. I don't know what's up to that. So, if you ever decide to divorce me, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. We don't have a prenup, so okay. Well, it's halfsies. I guess I'm losing it all. <laughs> the way you argue, I feel like you I would, could def- I would totally take it. I would be able to take everything. You could totally, and, and you know what? In my my um, nonchalant ass would be like, all right, I guess that's fine. Like. Fine. I would never do that to you. Even um I, I think we should go half seas because we literally got together when we were seventeen and eighteen. We had zero assets. We had nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So everything that we have built, we've I know for a fact we've built it together. Yeah. It's so, been a group project the whole way. Yeah. There's no I, way we could just take it all. Yeah. I hope unless I'm, you cheat on me, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving you with a penny. Gosh dang. Uh, well, no, that's fine. I think we're, I think we're getting solid there. But um, <laughs> I hope the, I hope the best for these kiddos. That makes me sad. Um, but in lighter news, I want to hop over to a story that that will lighten up the mood. Oh yes, because that was that's a heavy that's a heavy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's hop over to the next story here.
Am I the a-hole for finally telling my mother-in-law that her mac and cheese tastes terrible? My husband 30 male and I 28 female have been married for 2 years, together for 5 years, and currently 6 months pregnant. We are very excited and blessed because I've had some complications in getting pregnant. I have a very good relationship with my in-laws and if any of us ever had a problem, we are able to talk it through. Except for one thing. My okay. mother-in-law has her famous mac and cheese that everyone in her family absolutely loves. I, however, found it disgusting on day one, but I didn't want to come off as rude and ungrateful, so I pulled through it without saying anything. Okay. I told my husband about it and he said that his mother has been making it for decades, perfecting the recipe, and she would be deeply offended if anyone told her anything bad about her mac and cheese, so I should just find the right moment to tell her. He for some reason loves it, so he didn't want to be the one to tell her. Which I totally understand, because it is my issue and I had to deal with it. It's been almost two My years issue. of me pretending, so two days ago I've decided to just tell her. It was a family dinner where my husband's parents had invited us over and of course, his mother was making her so-called, famous mac and cheese. I almost threw up at the smell and I couldn't bear the thought of eating it, probably because I was pregnant. So at dinner, when I was offered the mac and cheese, I politely declined and said no thank you. My mother-in-law looked at me and asked, why? You should eat good for the baby. And I just went right out with it, I'm sorry, but I don't like your mac and cheese. Everything else tastes delicious, but this is the one thing I simply cannot eat anymore. She looked so deeply offended and she literally snapped, well, thanks for being honest, and didn't even look or speak to me for the rest of the evening. My husband was on my side and tried to speak to his mother, but all I know is that it didn't work because she has been cold to me ever since. What was wrong with the mac and cheese? Her, perfecting the recipe, ended up with this result, mac and cheese, combined with salmon, kimchi, pineapple, oh. seaweed salad, <laughs> collard greens, onions, and garlic. That's not mac and cheese. I don't have a problem <laughs> with the greens or onion, but the rest tastes so disgustingly wrong with mac and cheese. However, the reason why I think I might have been an asshole is because like my husband said, she has been perfecting this recipe for years, her entire family clearly loves it, and I tell her that her, perfected and loved, mac and cheese is terrible. Am I the a-hole? She is totally the asshole. She did not have to approach it in that way. And as soon as I got pregnant, this would be my out forever eating that mac and cheese. Mm. And let me tell you how I would approach it. You got it. You got I it go, right. I'm six months pregnant. She's making mac and cheese. She offers it to me. I say, no, thank you. She says, why not? She's like, honestly, ever since I've been pregnant, the last couple months specifically, Things that I love, I'm starting to not like anymore. It, it's awful. And right now, mac and cheese is one of those things that I can't even think about eating it. Yeah. Did you ever have a situation like that when you were pregnant? It, it just sucks so hard. I I wish I could, but, but I'm going to have to skip out. That's and good. then That's good. once I have the kid and I'm no longer pregnant, it's going to say, honestly, since the pregnancy, my... And that my does taste happen. never went back. It does happen. I, I can't have your mac and cheese. I know I used to love it, but right now, I... Why well, are you okay with lying, though? Because I know you're not a lying I, person. I don't like lying, but I would... This is a perfect out. This is a perfect out. I would have already approached it beforehand. There is yeah. no way I can scarf down food that I don't want because yeah. I just have had a bad relationship with food my whole life. And until recently... I think more closer to how long we've been living together. Yeah. I've been really good. You've been great. I, I'm just going to say, like, you used to hate, or not hate, but just not eat anything, anything new. Yeah. Like, anything new. 
you were used to your you know uh yeah. combinations and that's it every like we've been doing you've been doing like really really great you know the smell beef you used to like not even want to be close to it yeah it i mean the other day you ate um chile verde which is like yeah. a green a green um spice or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know a picture somewhere here and you used to never even want to even clo- be close to anything spicy yeah. now all of a sudden you're eating that up That's and crazy. i'm willing to try new things yeah it's awesome i hated going out to eat because i didn't want to eat anything i would only eat if the place had a quesadilla that's like what i would fries. eat and it was or french fries yeah. yeah and it was a quesadilla with just cheese you, you couldn't know, have anything else it used it. to be less expensive for me <laughs> <laughs> used to be like a and this i thought it was kind of cute i also thought it was a little bit funny and i also appreciated money wise because when we used to go out i would give you, you would, the rest of my food well yeah but outside of that you would only order out of like the kids, the kids menu. menu yeah always kids menu and you know what's cool about the kids menu it's always like under ten dollars yeah. <laughs> so it's like a five bucks deal so i'm like let's go you know <laughs> get you a five dollar meal i'm down i can pay for it put the tab on me you know um but i do want to say although you picked up the tab that yeah, I'll quick pick it up. <laughs> i got you i got you you know get another set of french fries <laughs> we're all good um i do think the way she approached it sucked i do feel like you're right she had the perfect out mm-hmm. didn't use it um uh, but realistically she shouldn't have it shouldn't have gone this long you shouldn't have chummed it down for yeah. this long so um, my approach that i just gave mm-hmm. was for someone that isn't like me that will speak my yeah. mind because to me, the first time that they made mac and cheese, I would have eaten some of it, realized they didn't like it, and stopped eating it, just yeah. said I was full or something. And then every time they made mac and cheese thereafter, honestly, I just don't like mac and cheese. Yeah. So I won't be eating that. Though I do gotta say, oh my gosh, what she built is disgusting. <laughs> mac and cheese. And for you to say that? Yeah, that's why well, you know what. You give her the benef- no, give her the benef- benefit of the doubt. I need to know how this tastes. I need to <laughs> at least take a, a spoon or two, or maybe a plate, and see how it is. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I gotta finish a whole pot first, but like I need to figure it out. Like you know, I, I need to see what's up because I, I, on paper, like first, you know, like appearance or whatever, first uh, reaction says this sounds disgusting. Cheese with freaking kimchi oh cheese with salmon oh this is mm. nasty that's so nasty oh so bad that, you don't say that about any food you scarf down anything so but this is a very bad combination you wouldn't why would you ever okay why why would you ever put kimchi okay with cheese? what i will say though is that good on the husband from the beginning, he was, like, taking Supportive. her aside. Mm-hmm. Um, something I would say, though, in general, is not to talk about other people's food. Like, my rule in general is don't say that ill about food. Yeah. That's not like I said ill, like I-L-L. I mean, like, ill, like E-W-W. <laughs> We're not good with English, but it's fine. Yeah. Let's go ahead. I think it's disrespectful to say that to food, any food. Yeah. Uh, especially because different backgrounds, different, um, just people make different things. Yeah. So I would not say that about anyone's cooking, but I love my mom's food. I th- love them so much. And I remember one time, my favorite food continues to be enchiladas, but I yeah. did not know that my favorite food was my mom's enchiladas. Yeah. I remember I would go over to a friend's house a lot 
and her parents were really nice to me and they i never ate at their house because at that time i couldn't eat if it wasn't my mom's cooking mm-hmm. and even my mom's cooking it was specific foods um so i guess they noticed and they asked what my favorite food was one day and then one yeah. time that i visited it was enchiladas and oh, i nice. ate them and i didn't like them or they were fine they were just not my mom's they were just yeah. like whatever but it sat so bad with my stomach <clears throat> i just left my stomach was hurting so much so i i i will not say ill to other people's food because people didn't have different tastes and especially when you grow up with your mom's cooking or your dad's cooking that's what you'll like Mm -hmm. so with us sometimes mom has made dishes that you don't like but my brothers absolutely love i'm like it's not it's not your cup of tea and that's fine okay so we're hispanic right obviously Mm -hmm. if you haven't noticed uh i'm sure you have but we're hispanic and uh, we're mexican yeah so but that's actually what I was going to go into. Yeah. Although we're Hispanic, we're Mexican. But in the Hispanic and Latino community, um, there's a lot of different, you know, races. There's like Guatemalan, you know, um, uh, uh, all those, right? I, I went blank on the, the, yeah. every other one. I knew one. you would. <laughs> um, uh, but basically, like, there, there's a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. Every single one of those races, I can guarantee, makes the same food, but different ways. Yeah. In different styles. Now I love tamales. Oh my gosh! I can. I'm excited for Christmas because on Christmas, you know what's happening? All of January, tamale day. Mm-hmm. Every single morning, tamale for and we all have of a January. Tamale man. Oh, we got that plug. We got yeah. tamale plug. So we be eating tamales like on the daily for all of January, probably all of December too. This time around, um. Wait, point you is, mean just all of December? Yeah, and then and then January, January yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, but oh my gosh, some Hispanic Latino cultures, um, the way they make tamales is nasty. <laughs> like the the, the <laughs> I just said that you shouldn't call. Well, hey, I'm not I'm not being specific to which one. You <laughs> okay. know, y'all can guess. But like, um, the the overall layer mm-hmm. is like extra mushy. Like it's not hard; it's mushy, and they don't take the bone out of the the meat mm. like if they're gonna do chicken or pork they don't take the bone out you just are expected to like chew on it that's and be not like, oh, even bone. other countries there mexico is so big even within mexico some of them do they it, yeah them different i it, love my dad it'd be our own just people real quick it's lazy but i think it tastes even better i don't like it so <laughs> it's okay. i freaking love it so instead of <laughs> what a tangent but Instead of um, on the leaf, I guess you would call it, and putting the, dang, I don't know these words in English, the masa. Um, I don't know the English either. Or, okay, you put the masa, and then you put the meat in the middle, and then like kind of wrap it, right? I don't like it like that, because the ends are always just masa, so you need to get at least the second bite in for there to be meat, and sometimes the edges. Dough, it's called dough. Dough, yes, right. Sometimes the the edges of the dough, the 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 part around it, yeah, is thick. So the meat is just in there, and then a lot of masa with every bite. Um, but dough. if dough, yes, if you combine the meat with masa, right? Yeah. Just put a lot of meat and then just paste it together with the masa. Then make the tamales like that. Every bite is guaranteed to have a good amount of meat, and it's a good proportion from meat to masa. 
Well, the reason I don't like it that way mm-hmm. is because I'm very like conscious about what I eat. So, well, for the most part, it's less I'm masa, very, so that's better. Yeah, but still masa. Like some, okay, this, this, one, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I love tamales, but I also am conscious about my oh, weight. So what I'll you do? You always cut out the masa and I just eat the, the meat. Ma- yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but it wouldn't be that way. It'll be like I'll eat one or two tamales, uh, like just full, like the whole thing, and then the third one, I'm like, okay. Oscar, you gotta slow down, but you got but you're eating a lot of dough. So I started cutting out the edges of the dough and just start eating more of the meat. But the one we make it, I can't, I can't, can't cut it. Yeah, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like, you know, I have to eat the whole thing. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's good. It tastes good. Even though I last year we did, yeah. my, my dad didn't make them. We we had our tamale guy make them. Yeah. And you started this new tamale in a cup. Oh man! <laughs> Which you this end is up, revolutionary. Yeah. You end up just smushing it in the cup yeah. and eating it like that, which at the end of the day ends up being the same as how my dad makes it. Yeah, I made an exception because w- it was such a great invention. Tamale yeah. in the cup. Okay. You guys can try it. Get a cup, a this plastic has cup, been a tamale long. in there, just yeah. with the fork. Delicious, and it's, and you don't have to clean yourself. It's it's just perfect, perfect. Yeah, long long tangent. Yeah, long tangent. I almost forgot what the story is about. Uh, a disgusting oh, mac and cheese yeah. that a mom decided I to make for some reason. I think we're over the story, right? Yeah, I think I'm done here. <laughs> I think, I, okay. My final opinion here is... Um, uh, she oh. missed the greatest opportunity ever. Yeah, she definitely screwed that opportunity up. Yeah. But um, uh, the mom is definitely a monster. I don't I mean <laughs> disgusting. Okay. And Moving on. Just, uh, disgusting, right? <laughs> uh, there is an edit here. You want to hear, hear the edit oh, okay, or you're kind of dumb? Sure. Sorry. All right. <laughs> edit. I did tell her that because I am pregnant, it was it was impossible for me to stomach the ingredients, but she still didn't want to talk to me. Another edit. I'm French and my husband's family is Korean. So that will explain the ingredients. That does explain the ingredients. The so that's even more rude. And all that. I do enjoy salmon, kimchi, and seaweed salads, but it greatly depends on which dishes it's served with agreed mm-hmm. and since i've been pregnant i've even developed an aversion to several foods that i used to love well that's what you should have said Mention instead it. of saying i don't like it it's gross <laughs> or yeah. i don't even know what she said i'm already exaggerating it um but uh, the way that yeah. she just said it was not not right yeah top comment here is this recipe breaks at least three geneva conventions that's not mac and cheese mm-hmm. that's a bioweapon <laughs> not the eagle. yeah no i as this got whatever different cultures whatever you maybe you like i don't know another comment said not the eagle. a million times over that thing she makes is not mac and cheese <laughs> it barely qualifies as food what it is is a crime against humanity and she should be jailed for it another person said People who people who won't take a polite no thank you deserve to hear the harsh truth. Not the whole. It doesn't sound like I they mean, didn't said, accept the no thank you. She was just like, oh why? Yeah, at that point I would have maybe pulled your card of like you know there's a reason yeah. I'm pregnant and all that, or I would have just been like, hey, you know I'm just not in the mood for it, and I just you know it's just not my thing. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I think that comment's wrong because she it was that she couldn't take. Yeah, uh, she just asked why, and that's when you're like flat out. I yeah, don't like it. Yeah, she definitely went from zero to hundred real quick on that. Okay, one. next story. Next story. <laughs> but it, this is disgusting, man. It's I so still nasty. think people shouldn't say that what other people enjoy as food is gross, unless you're being a cannibal. That's gross. That's pretty nasty. Unless you cook it up real well, it's well done. Okay. Uh, 
Next story. That plus your Google search earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not looking so, really good. Oh, the FBI agent that's like listening in on my phone and stuff. He's like, we got him. We got him. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not looking good. I'm definitely gonna delete that browser history there. But uh, next story here is. Am I the a-hole for suggesting my friend's girlfriend is not physically fit enough for a trail hike? I enjoy going on runs or hikes on the trails around where I live. There's a variety of trails with varying degrees of mileage and incline. I go to these to walk or run in line with my training program or just for fun. I have a friend who I've known and been close with since middle school. Recently, he has asked to come along on these for some exercise. I was fine with this until he asked if his girlfriend could come along. I didn't know her well but I accepted and it was a fine time. But then she began coming to all of the trail walks. I usually wouldn't care, but she ends up complaining a lot and needing breaks. I would be okay with this except it would be less than a mile in. And she would continue to stop our group intermittently even when we tried to keep a specific pace. When I would try to keep going she made comments about me being inconsiderate. Often the walks or runs were tilde three miles. I explained the problem to my friend, that if we wanted to keep this up, she needed to be prepared or not come at all. In all honesty I don't know if she was inviting herself or if my friend was inviting her, but regardless I made my intentions clear. He said he would talk, but that was two weeks ago. Yesterday, I was planning on going on a long hike, about six miles with a lot of hills and a couple cliff-like areas. I made it clear I was looking for a specific place when I asked my friend if he wanted to come, and he accepted, even mentioning that his GF was busy. I thought all was fine. When we met at the parking lot, I saw that his girlfriend ended up coming anyway. I was not in the mood to be stopping but I assumed she would be doing a much easier a shorter trail. When I asked her, said she was doing hours. I will admit I was a bit curt or fed up when I spoke, but I straight up asked her if she would be able to do it or if she would need a break every five minutes like previous times. She got immediately offended and asked me if I was serious. I simply recalled each time we had a walk in the same group and reaffirmed that I was serious. When my friend looked at me, I asked him if he really thought she could make the full trail when she struggled with a low incline. 2.5 mile walk last time. She called me an asshole and went and sat in their car, waiting for my friend I assume. I just started the trail and my friend followed. He didn't say anything about it, except a, sorry about that, and he turned off his phone. Am I wrong for questioning her, or should I have let her come, but deal with the consequences? I admit I struggle with being a little too honest at times, but I feel that this time could be reasonable, but I'm not sure. Dang. Okay, you have disappeared down there. <laughs> <laughs> I was really just I have an answer. Right, you adjust yourself everyone sucks <laughs> <laughs> including you <laughs> i'll start with op yeah, simple if he hadn't spoken to the girlfriend and maybe the friend didn't speak to her yeah the first way that you approach it to her is this way that's rude that's not appropriate you should have approached it better the okay. friend is an asshole because it looks like he can't tell his girlfriend yeah straight and up i think he didn't tell what his friend said i don't think so there yet and the girlfriend is an asshole just because she keeps complaining that's one of my biggest pet peeves if you don't enjoy yeah. it keep it to yourself or you know go. for next time not to come get away from me don't ruin it for the rest of us i just hate complaint i hate hearing complaint after complaint after complaint you're ruining it for me yeah like I, i'm having a great time why the fuck you gotta bring your mood over to me? Like, yes, get the heck out of here. Everyone sucks. Done. Do you gotta done? say? <laughs> <laughs> do you gotta say that? Like, I definitely can agree 
like um it, it, it's pretty dang annoying when um somebody brings someone over like a friend or something um uh, that just is not fit enough um when doing fit needed activities like i've had situations where i go on hikes with friends and then they bring someone and i'm like it's gonna they just ruined my whole hike because i know my fit level i know your fit level and i know she's definitely or he's definitely not gonna be able to do what we want to do mm. and that sucks because i'm do like you running hikes yeah i love running hikes it's the and best. this is why every time you go on a hike, yeah. I say have a nice time. <laughs> and and I I am happy, you know. I'm grateful that you know, you know, you know that you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I would. No, you're honestly you're pretty fit though. Like I'm gonna front. Like there's been times where um we run like because we're late somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you impress me because you don't run. Like that's your thing. You you were you do not run. Yeah. You're like, I'd rather, like, die here than run, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. But there's been times where we're, like, we're late to the movie theater or whatever, right? Uh, and we had to just park super far away because we always go on opening nights. And we're like, we got we to gotta yeah. book it. And you run from one end of the parking lot all the <laughs> no way to the theater. No one's messing with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you make And it's not like you're, like, you're, like, breathing super hard. You're, you're literally good pacing, it, you know? So I'm like, that's impressive. But, like. Because internally, I'm. I don't want to sound like I'm really out of fit. So I <laughs> am cool. really out of breath. And I'm just like. <laughs> but the whole movie theater while watching the movie, you're like. <laughs> no, I, I would sound like that. It's just yeah. that I don't want to look like that. Yeah. yeah. So you try to fake it to make it kind mm-hmm. of thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes um, people are just not fit. Like they really aren't. And I've gone to runs that I wanna I really like enjoying running. I, mm-hmm. I really like I really enjoy running in the hikes. Really, really do. And when someone comes and they can't do the run, it just sucks because now I gotta stop and wait for them. I think the issue is when the intention of the hike is already preset. So yeah. we have gone on hikes with your family and we know that that hike is gonna be a walk. Yeah. And you enjoy those because you knew that walk that was going to be a walk. Yeah. But when you intended to be yeah. something more, and someone else is bringing it down, Dude, I can understand. That I gotta, part. I do gotta say though, as much as I am on side of OP with the way he feels about the situation, mm-hmm. his friend sucks. Yeah. As a friend and as a boyfriend, he literally turned his phone off, and he apologized to. OP he turned for his bringing his I girlfriend. Yeah, at the end it says like he he apologized. Oh, yeah. He said I'm sorry, and then he's like I'm turning my phone mm-hmm. off. And he turned his phone off and left his girlfriend in the car. Hikes are not a five ten minute thing. He's it's six miles, six if miles. That's gonna be an hour. Dip. Get I the heck dip. out of here. I yeah. would message you saying let me know when to pick you up. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like like he sucks. This friend definitely sucks. The girlfriend, honestly, yeah, it really does suck here. <laughs> but be fit, you know? Be more fit. Whatever. Okay. Include yourself into things like this. Be more fit. Top coming here is not that equal. From what you described, you, one, had already explained to your friend how you feel about the frequent breaks you are forced to take because she can't keep up. 
And two, you made it clear it was a tough trail and you wanted to keep a certain pace. Not sure if your friend failed to share the message or she wanted to join regardless. But since from previous experiences, you don't have the option to just continue your hike and leave her behind. You basically did the only thing that made sense. You shut her down before the hike in a very clear and factual way. Physical limitations are a thing. And although I cannot judge your tone in the moment, nor know the exact things you told her, what you describe in your post certainly doesn't put you in an a-hole territory. I think it does. I think he could have approached it in a better way. He could have definitely approached it in a worse way, though. Because even he definitely that doesn't make that that doesn't mean that what he said was okay. But even him himself, he explains that he kind of lost it a little bit because he was already upset. Yeah. So I can only imagine how he said it when an emotion like that. Yeah. comes i'm sure he didn't say well you'll be taking the lighter jog you know yeah. <laughs> so i still think that he could have handled it better i think everyone sucks in general he could have also just tripped her in the way of, it's you know? all communication i think all of it everyone sucked because of communication she her communicating had to be shut the fuck up <laughs> she was complaining so that was her Yo, bad the yeah hey, the yeah. boyfriend because he didn't communicate that she She's kind of not welcomed in these hikes if she can't keep up. Yeah. And OP is the least of the assholes, but still. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like there were there would be funnier ways, too. Like, he could have just complained about her the whole time. Like, every time she slowed down, he could have been like, Oh, Jessica, fudging, keep up. I'm you know? not on that The whole boat. time. I, I feel like that would have made it at least, like, um, well, that would have made it to her brain that, she definitely needs to get more fit you or think? just not come. Yeah. With that subtle, and then very like, subtle suggestion. Maybe bring like something with you, like a, a, a you know water bottle or something. So that way she doesn't have enough time. So you just take the water bottle that you don't want. You just throw it like to the to the hike and just be like, Jessica, for fudge sakes. Like You lost me. Oh. Littering? Okay, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe throw it at her then. Throw it at her and be like, gosh, supposed to do this right. <laughs> Uh, but next story here. Just <laughs> no, don't even say anything. Just every time, make sure it's um, a plastic water bottle, not yeah. like a reusable one, and just kind of half empty. Just mm -hmm. squish it so that crap comes <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time. And then just under your breath. All right, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-two more miles. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's exactly gosh. it. Twenty-two miles. Yeah. All right. Next story. Am I the a-hole? Husband accused me of financial infidelity. Husband, 33 male, and 33 female, have been married for 10 years, together since college. Okay, you going, okay? Keep going. keep going. Since starting out we have made financial security a priority and have been able to achieve that, albeit with some good luck along the way. We both have good jobs, paying close to 200k each. Student loans were paid yeah. off within a few years, both went to state schools with some scholarships so didn't have a lot of debt to begin with. We live in a house I inherited from my grandmother, no mortgage. Our cars are both paid off and should be good for another 5 plus years and we don't have any credit card debt. We manage our finances in a hybrid manner joint accounts for bills and savings, and separate accounts for our fun money. The fun money is strictly for our individual expenses, hobbies, clothes, outings with friends, etc., and not for things like date nights, vacations, 
or larger joint purchases like household appliances and repairs which come out of our joint account. We also agreed that if either of us gets any bonuses or has any side hustle income, those will go into our individual fun money accounts. In terms of the fun money, my husband is much more of a spender than I am due to expensive hobbies, which is fine, it's his fun money. On the other hand, my hobbies are a lot less expensive, running slash working out, reading, baking. In general, I'm more introverted. After realizing I had more than enough in my fun money account, I decided to overhaul my gaming setup and got myself a new PC, desk and gaming chair, total cost of about $5,000. However, upon hearing about the purchase, my husband is furious. He says he had no idea I had saved so much money and that I should have consulted him before spending $5,000. I asked what difference it made if it was my own accrued fund money and not our joint funds, and he insisted that my accumulating this amount, without telling him, was a form of financial infidelity. He says he lost trust in me and doesn't know what else I might be hiding. He is demanding that I return the items I purchased and deposit most of the funds to our joint account. He wants to make a new rule that fund money accounts can't accumulate more than $2,000 and that any excess goes back to the joint account, a rule that would obviously favor him as a person who spends most of his allotment each month instead of saving up for anything bigger. I feel like I am being punished for being more of a day-to-day -day saver than spender. It wouldn't occur to me to demand to know how much my husband has in his fund money account or to try to micromanage what he spends it on. I wasn't hiding anything deliberately, he never asked about it until after I made the purchases. Still, maybe I should have been more transparent about my plans. So am I the a-hole? I think you're the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you explain to the people why yeah. I can't help but smile? Because for some reason you want to bring our personal life into this podcast <laughs> no. on the Reddit format. No, I picked this story okay. it was two days ago. Yeah. And it just so happened. Yeah. You, you, you tell it. What, what happened last night? Well, we started discussing about having fun money instead of just having everything in our joint account. Yes, that's something we already had uh, said we were going to yeah. do and we were working towards. But now um, we're actively going to start doing yeah. yeah, we're actively going to barely start doing it. And through that conversation uh -huh. and talking how that would work out and stuff like that, because so far we have shared all of our money is together. Yeah. So if you go out with friends, that comes out from our money. If, you know, everything's together. And you on your own, yeah. very much like OP's husband, yeah. said, well, I don't think it's right if you just save it all up. I think there should be a limit on how much money yeah. you can keep on that account. And I stand by it, 100%. How, and it just, that's why yesterday I was like, uh, we had a, a longish conversation about it. Yeah. We didn't come into an agreement. And I said, I don't want to speak about this any longer. Just because it just so happened to be exactly this conversation and this story. Yeah, I it mean. Just like OP, I do not have expensive tastes. and. You like to buy clothes a lot. You have more shoes and clothes than I do. You like to I, go out with friends a lot. I, f I feel like it's going to end up money. being spent more with friends than anything else. I think I think clothes-wise is not going to be that big of a thing. But friends, I know I'm going to definitely spoil. Because I like spoiling people. Yeah. Yeah. And I just totally... When I picked the story two days ago, I did not at all expect your response to be the way it was. Yeah. 
And it's it's very interesting to me. And that's why well, okay. I'm smiling. Because I totally Lord. agree with OP that if it's already money that you guys have agreed to set aside for each person to do whatever they want with it. Yeah. Then why is one punished if they don't use it while the other person gets to spend it all? I get that we want to have fun spend money. Mm-hmm. And I get that like one of us obviously spends more than the other mm-hmm. already off the bat. Um, but the only reason I want to have fun spend money is because I want to be able to have, I want to be able to buy things to not have to worry about it hitting our joint account. Mm-hmm. That being said, to me, my end goal, complete end goal, is always going to be to fund our us, to mm-hmm. fund us, to fund our dreams, to fund everything that we want. So I feel like having more than two thousand with whoever the person is, um, is almost unfair to the end goal our end goal that being said i would i would say that like if you're getting close to the two grand amount you should consider spending it okay and what i'm saying is that that's a bunch of baloney <laughs> because well, yesterday you said it in much more vulgar terms but all right <laughs> are you sure i said it was a bunch of bullshit um because if let's say and I'll, i said this to you yesterday that we have we have agreed already what we would put into these accounts for ourselves and the reason that we in my eyes the reason i saw that we would do this is yeah. because at least for me it's really hard for me to spend on myself i always yeah. feel really guilty even if it's something that i need but anytime that you need something i okay go for it let me see how we can make that work this month you want new pants go for it but i have a really hard time doing that mm-hmm. so if we each had our own money it would be a way for me to not feel guilty about using it. So I think it's totally bullshit if after five years, yeah, I have spent a bit of it, but not all of it, just because I'm not as expensive as you are. Yeah. And I get capped out. So the rest that would go into my account, I need to put it into our money and our future and our savings. I think the difference here between um, oh, this story and OP and mm-hmm. us is that, like, we have very open communication. Yeah. So, the only way that my theory would work, the only way I can see it working, yeah. okay? Of the only, cap. Of the cap. Only way I can... Because, uh, like, I don't know if you remember exactly how we finished our conversation, but... I'd be I, saying I don't want to talk about it. Well, yeah, but wink, but wink. also... <laughs> but also, I, um, uh, <laughs> I, I ended up not being, like, so hard on my... On my um, on my side, on what I believe we should do. I ended up kind of softening up a bit. Now, the reason for that is because the only way it can work, like really, really actually work, is if you have the mentality of, hey, I'm going to use it. Like, I'm going to use it before I cap out. If you don't have the mentality, I think it's unfair for you. Like, unfair to you. Okay. Unfair to you to have that sort of cap. I will just say one more thing, and then we'll go to an update of this story um is that if we did have the mentality then the cap wouldn't even matter because if we both would have the mentality of spending it then which is the a, cap which, would never be reached therefore having a cap which is what i thought would be effect. nice because then like that means that whatever would have surpassed the cap mm-hmm. would end up going into savings or would end up just being utilized which is what i thought would be a good idea instead mm-hmm. of continuously saving it up you know okay but nonetheless yeah 
Can um, we get into the top comment of this story? Yes, but before we do that, I think this guy is a little bit of a douchebag so far. Because uh, uh, as much as I agree with myself. Uh-huh. About the I, cap. Yeah. I would never go as far as being so petty or being so insecure. Oh, yeah. I forgot that, about that. That I would be like, why the fuck are you saving so much money? I would never. Like, uh, that is, that's this is not me. fidelity. Financial infidelity. That's what he called it. Yeah. And he is making her, or at least attempted to, make her return the stuff. Yeah, which is like, no. Like, dude, that's not... Okay, you guys didn't you didn't agree to anything beforehand. Yeah. Um, uh, She has been saving it up on... Like, she's been patient. Yeah. This is taking a minute. Uh, It belongs to her. You have no say on this anymore. Yeah. Like, that's that's it, you know? And you ha- you shouldn't belittle her. And or, based or, on your rules that you have made, yeah. there's nothing wrong with what she said. No. Or, or what she did. You guys never established that they would be a cat exactly. beforehand. And you never established that you need to tell each other how much you have or what exactly. you spend it on. Top comment here is... Not the echo. He sounds super controlling and greedy. My wife and I manage our own finances in a similar way. She spends her money on whatever she wants, and I blow mine on outdoor stuff and video games. We have joint checking and savings for household expenses, kids, vacations, etc. I sit him down and tell him how he chooses to spend his own money is his business, and how you spend yours is your business. He agreed to his arrangement and doesn't get to change the rules because he chooses to manage his money differently than you. And you aren't going to return anything because he's acting like a spoiled man child. He didn't get his he didn't get a new toy when you did. Yeah. Okay. So there's actually two updates to this story. Okay, but so this this was a really long story and the yeah. updates are just as long. So for the second update, I'm just gonna um summarize, summarize what went down. Okay. So Opie was finally able to talk to her husband and sit him down. And yeah. he, she allowed him to kind of just speak his mind. And he kind of had three bullet points that he wanted to hit. The okay. first one was that he feels that he's more committed to growing his career, his career development than she is. Okay. And he thinks that that's going to make him feel resentful later on. And including a little bit now. Because he, even though they make the same amount of money, he has a more stressful work environment and works longer hours. Mm. And for her, she works from home most of the time. And it's something she enjoys and has fun and thinks it's kind of easy. Okay. Okay. His second point is that since he feels that since she has started picking up gaming again, she has started to put less effort into cooking and setting the table. So I mm. guess she used to put like like fresh f- cut flowers in Damn. a vase in the table and would set the table and yeah. cook uh, more lavish, la- yeah, extravagant yeah. meals. And now it's more basic. Okay. And his third point is that he thinks that, I don't know how this relates to the topic about finance, finances, but that she hasn't been putting effort into her appearance. So... Mm she mm. her clothes okay she wears more comfortable clothes just like sweatpants and just a yeah. regular tank top um and the makeup which by the way i love a good sweatpants and tank top look mm. and look that good, works man. that works out so good for me because yeah. i dress for comfort not style <laughs> um and he also mentioned going along with that that she hasn't been putting effort into her appearance anymore he has started to notice other women that he hasn't what cheated. The hell? 
No, like he's starting dude. to notice other women. That's stupidish. Ah, man. Okay. You <laughs> Going back a little bit into the right. finances part, he says that it feels like a financial infidelity because since she's saving it instead of spending it, mm-hmm. it's she's not investing into their relationship and their future. I think this guy's a complete wimp. This guy is such a little man child. Like, yeah. uh, and uh, dude. Oh, one, one last thing, if it helps at all, for the thing about cooking and setting the table, um, his love language is acts of service. The thing is, though, like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, get where you're coming from in regards to that. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's nice when your wife does things for you, and it's nice when your wife, you know, dresses up for you. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Uh, but, yeah, you have a conversation about it. And, you know, like, talk through it. Yeah. You don't go and start googly eyeing other women, and you're trying you're trying to tell me like financial infidelity, bro. You're like straight up like mentally infidelity. <laughs> you know, like you're you're With literally your like yeah, you're eyeballing people. So you, you you don't have much to say, man. Like you really, I don't know. You should have a conversation with her, obviously. And she should be open to hearing some of your stuff out. But realistically, uh, you you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you're 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 bad. You're bad, dude. Right. Yeah, I don't think you know that what? her not taking, like, not yeah. looking good appearance wise, should be good no. for him to be like, I've been, uh, I've been laying out other girls or yeah. other women. You, I, 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 I think all men should be like that, but maybe it's really easy for me to say just because I have you as my husband. But you should love me without makeup, and you should love yeah. me hopefully more without makeup <laughs> and in my comfortable state. Yeah. Yes, it's nice if I dress up for an event and you know make myself up, but my core like you don't never wear makeup guys never wear makeup and that's who we fall in love with not that you've noticed (laughs) so i would hope that you would fall in love with me without makeup as myself yeah you know yeah i agree i I, and i I do i do love you in your you know base base form um uh, and unless you sometimes i feel like you look more beautiful in your base form you know i'm like you're pure yeah i don't like that but um uh, this guy i feel like he's just living in in the moment of weakness he's literally just all weakness no yeah. strength right now so i heard that there's an update so yes. let me know what's going on you want to hit it mm-hmm. so the more i thought about it the more his requests demands really were sitting poorly with me i decided to try a little experiment over the weekend to see what would happen if i tried to meet some okay. of his demands not because i actually thought they were reasonable but because i increasingly had the sense that the goalposts would just keep moving and that i was playing a losing game So, Saturday morning, I went to the salon for a glow-up, haircut, fresh highlights, mani-pedi, then went to the farmer's market to pick up fresh flowers for our table and assorted other gourmet ingredients. Saturday is usually our date night out but I suggested we stay in so I could make us a special dinner, steakhouse style. I wore a lavender, his favorite color on me, sheath dress and high heels and fully done hair and makeup. For all that I got a lukewarm thanks, it was tasty and a kiss on the cheek. Of course I did all the serving and cleanup. Sunday we usually go out but he suggested I make us brunch at home. I wore a blue sleeveless sundress, wedge sandals, again did my hair and makeup. Again I got a thanks, it's good and no help with serving or cleanup. Afterwards I asked if this is what he had in mind when he critiqued me before. He said that it was a start, but that I was acting very entitled for wanting credit for basic adulting. He then dropped a bomb that he was being so hard on me because he had realized lately I had a lot to make up for due to my being a low-value woman. 
I asked what on earth he meant by that and he said it was because I wasn't a virgin when we met. What? Keep in mind we started dating at 21, neither of us claimed to be virgins or stated that as an expectation. Except for very religious people, neither of us is, I don't think most 21-year-old college students are virgins. I was upfront with him then that I'd had two previous partners, my high school boyfriend, we went our separate ways when we went to different colleges in different parts of the country, and another boyfriend I'd had my first year of college. And that's it, both committed relationships and nothing casual. He then went on to say that because of my low value, I was going to need to be making it up to him for the rest of my life. That I didn't deserve monogamy or equal treatment and that I was lucky that anyone at all wanted to marry me. And that he's connected with someone from work so if I wanted to keep him I'd better step up. I told him it didn't sound like there was anything to keep if he no longer loved me, or even liked or respected me. Told him to leave and he said he would gladly go to his girlfriend's place. I know so many people here insisted he was having an affair and I just didn't want to see it, that his complaints were really all part of a campaign to distance himself from me. I feel so foolish for just thinking he was going through a stressful time at work or that he genuinely wanted to work on our marriage. Yo, fuck this guy, dude. <laughs> Fuck this guy, man. What a yo! Throw him Did away. Did you see this coming when it came? No, I didn't see this coming at all. That's uh, that's throw this whole ass guy away. It's it's crazy how he really did try to manipulate her, and he thought that by saying all these things, I don't know what he thought was gonna happen. You're a low value woman because you weren't a virgin, and you're you should be grateful that anyone even yeah. would marry you. Did he think that she was just gonna take it? You're right. I think, and he was able to keep her submissive like that and then still have a girlfriend i think for him it's a win-win to mm -hmm. be honest like he had a win-win on this he situation. tried it yeah didn't because, work. exactly he's like well if she does do it good for me if she mm -hmm. doesn't well it doesn't matter because i'm already cheating on her I'm, mm -hmm. i already have a girlfriend and if she doesn't do it then i'm just gonna leave her anyways so this whole thing of i've been taking a glance of other women now you don't just do that it's like window shopping you know, yeah. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, boy? I don't know how to explain it. If you're well, doing that, then that should be an alert of there's something seriously wrong in your marriage. Yeah. Red flags and communicate with your spouse. Not wait until she bought five k worth of gaming supplies yeah. to bring up a conversation about money. I hope it's a good clean divorce for her. To be honest, yeah. Because this guy sounds like complete a hole. Like he's definitely gonna try to take more than he can grab. Um, uh, but yeah, um, get, good riddance. Get the fudge, get the hell out of there. I think I'm good. I think I'm gonna close the book on yeah. this chapter. I hope you guys have a great day, great month, great year, great second, great minute, you know, great millisecond, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, you know, just live a great life, and um, uh, we'll be here next week. So hit the subscribe button, subscribe, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Later. Anybody who's new who's looking at this video for the first time, subscribe, bro. Join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and uh, you know, just have some fun, silly times with us. Hear some of stories and let's see where the heck this goes. We'll see you in the next one. Laters.